Listening to sermons as we go about our days, driving around or doing our work, is a perfect reminder of our Lord's promises and of His mercies. This is the mission of Upper Room Media. To make the Word of God accessible to anybody and everybody. In the name of the Father, Son and the Holy Spirit, on God, I mean this story of feeding thousands from five loaves and two fish is very important event that happened in the history and that's why the church repeats reading it many times in the year. You observe that this is repeated many times in the year for a purpose. To let people understand that the concept of blessing is a very a core of Christianity. The story of course is known to us what happened is that many f- followed Jesus on the mountain and uh, the disciples came and ordered the Lord, telling him, let people go. Which is something, and you observe it, that Jesus accepted orders. Out of his strange humbleness, he accepted that his disciples give him orders. I say that because sometimes we are very upset when our children give us orders or my wife or it's, it's, it's nothing wrong about being humble enough to accept orders from anyone but Jesus said to them you give them food and uh, they were about 10% of the population of Galilee or a bit, between 5 and 10% Where did I get this calculation from? I googled about the number of people that live in Galilee and I imagined that before was a bit less and these are 5,000 families. 5,000 families may represent something between 5% and 10% of the population of the area. So it's a major, major event that took place in this area. And impossible that this is a myth story, impossible, because it's written in the four Gospels, and Christianity had many enemies, and it would be very easy for any enemy of Christianity to go to Galilee and ask people, has anyone witnessed this story? Moreover, the story is not to be forgotten, or even, you say that it was, I'm not sure, and some of the miracles, even after they happen, you say, I'm not sure, because it depends on the site. I saw something. But this is something that they ate, and they were fed, and they left over many food. And the disciples carried 12 baskets. Each disciple carried a big basket of leftover. So something that will never be forgotten. If this story didn't happen, would the disciples say to the writers of the gospel you are imagining? Is it possible that one of the disciples say this story and uh, it didn't happen? What about his friends telling him, what are you talking about? So this story happened. And it's important because, as I say, it is something that we should understand. There's something called the blessing. Some people come and try to speak to us to shake our faith by saying to us, what's your belief? 
give me a proof of existence of God and things like that. We don't like to enter this silly type of discussion. But we have hands-on experience. I have the blessing. I saw the blessing. You see, probability. This event happened. Yeah, it may, may events happen by probability. But when it's repeated with me and with others and many times in my life, I know that there's something called the blessing. If you didn't have hands-on experience of blessing, then you are losing a lot. And we beg the Lord to give us this experience in life because it is the source of joy. Not that I receive something materialistic, but because I know that the divine creator and all can care about me. I'm one person among seven billion people in the world. He cares about me to bless me in some of my events. So I'm not happy by money or position or protection. I'm happy by the fact that the Almighty is caring about me. Who am I that the Almighty is caring about me? So let me draw your attention about the importance of some points that can get blessing. Is any, all of us are blessed? Not necessarily. Will I always be blessed? Possibly not necessarily. There are conditions whereby you'll be blessed. What's meaning by blessing? Blessing means something little in the hand of God can do much. You know how it was blessed? It was blessed when Jesus gave thanks. In the Mass we say, and he gave thanks, he blessed it. But the proper translation, may listen to the new version of translation, they say, when he had given thanks, he blessed it. The act of giving thanks is the cause of blessing. So one condition that's very important to receive blessing is to give thanks. Any type of explaining that I'm angry, why didn't God give that to me, or I'm not satisfied by what I'm in, robs me from the blessing. So first condition of blessing is to give thanks. Giving thanks to God is a source of blessing. I give thanks to God for what I have, then it will multiply. The little become much, and that's the definition of blessing. Blessing means that something little in the hand of God becomes much. One condition that's very important is giving thanks. Another condition is I offer also to God something, to get blessing. And I offer my, my best. Something important that we should understand that when we, when we offer something, not necessarily it will be accepted. Many times we offer and we are not accepted. The first time we saw that in the Bible is from Habil. He offered something and the Lord accepted it. And it did provoke envy in his brother's mind. So there are offerings that are accepted because they are the best. If you read the story of what Habil offered, he offered the best of his product. If we offer to the Lord something, it has to be the best. And it's a very good habit. For example, the first, the first thing, first pay, I give it to God. First production of, of a, a tree in my backyard, I give it to God, I give it to the church. 
This idea of giving the best, the first, is very important about blessing. When I give to the Lord something acceptable to Him, I see His blessing. And we've seen that in the church many times. We see it in individuals, and we see it as a church. When the church gives something acceptable to God, the church will be enriched. Sure servants in the church, especially in admin, like committee member, I've seen that many times. When we offer something, say, to other churches, or to Egypt, or to Asia, or whatever, we get blessing. We see the blessing coming down. So offering is, so the first condition to receive is to give thanks. Second is to offer to God the best you have, not the thing that's useless. It's ugly that I give to God something that's useless. And I've seen a number of times people giving from their needs. Like, there's a couple here with us, without mentioning their names, I said their story. They were engaged, and they were planning for a honeymoon, which will cost them, say, $20,000 travel. And then they attended a service in the church, and there was a visiting priest that was speaking about helping the needy people. They were sitting next to each other. Then they decided on the spot to cancel their trip of the honeymoon and give all the money that was planned to be given to the honeymoon to this priest to take to the needy people in Egypt. Something a bit strange, but if you see the blessing that came to this couple, it's evidence of the presence of God. When you give to the Lord something from your needs, you remember when Elijah, the prophet, needed some food from a widow, she had very small quantity of flour, planning to bake something for her only son, she's a widow, and they said that we eat it and die. But she offered it to the prophet of God. Against all the natural feeling of the mother. And the end, of course, is that she was blessed. She saw blessing. Another point is obedience. There's correlation between obedience and the blessing that has been recognized all over the history. And keep it in your mind. Every time you say no, to something good, an order or request that comes to you from your parents, from the priest, from the church, from the Sunday superintendent, from then you understand that you are robbing yourself from blessing. Blessing comes to in obedience. We have never seen an obedient person that is not blessed. The first story that is very clear is the story of Isaac. Isaac's story is written in the Bible in, say, two chapters. Go and count how many times the word blessing came in these two chapters. He was always blessed. Whatever he does is blessed. He had blessing with the neighbors, with enemies. They loved him. When he digs a well, there were no equipment at that time that tells him that there's underground water or not. But whenever he pointed to a place, there was water. Why all this blessing came to this man? Because he obeyed until death. 
a type of Christ that when he's dead showed him that I'm going to kill you for sake of God he didn't object he said okay obedience up to this so I repeat first condition is to give thanks second condition is to give the best from your needs third is to be obedient another point loyalty loyalty brings blessing no doubt and loyalty is a quality that is if we miss it we miss everything are we loyal to God well it's manifested in many things do I deny God in front of people because I'm scared of I'm embarrassed are the laws of God more important to me than any laws because I'm loyal to him the last thing that brings blessing is to give blessing when I bless the children of God I receive blessing have you ever seen a person that became needy or poor because he gave it's a, it's a mystery but this mystery is evidence of the presence of God I see it as clear evidence in my eyes about there's God there every time people give they receive every time people generously help others they receive help to the extent that and the reverse is true every time you deny helping others you also are denied to receive help there's a scary verse in the Bible that says that if a crying person came to you for help and you ignore him then you will cry for help and no one will help you says the Lord so whenever we listen to this gospel of blessing understand that the church like you to understand that there's something called the blessing and you have to have this experience and actually that's the joy the real joy comes from this idea of blessing I said this story to the majority of you before but I say to you this because this is a joyful story a person that put two letters in his hand one letter in his right hand one letter is in left hand the right hand have a letter from the police of a traffic penalty over speeding and the left is letter from the bank that they miscalculated things and they are reimbursing him giving him a figure and it's exactly the same figure he took the two papers in front of him tremendous joy if the paper from the bank gave him a million dollars he wouldn't be as joyful the joy came from the fact that I needed that I don't have money to pay the penalty he was a student servant in our church and he used all his money for serving the children of God in a camp and as he returned back he was booked for a speed penalty and he didn't have money so he had to borrow money but before he spoke to anyone to borrow from him money to pay the penalty he saw a strange letter in the mailbox from the bank that they are apologizing that they made a mistake and they are reimbursing him but it's the same figure and the joy in his face was never forgotten so the joy comes from the fact that the Almighty 
is caring about me and he's real and then you have a secret and this secret why it's important because we face trouble sometimes we face losses and when we face losses we remember the blessing that came to us he was the Lord blessed me and so on and so and why not to bless me this time as well the last blessing which is this will be very comfortable because you lived all your life seeing the blessing from God now I'm dying with the blessing in my death yes you'll be taken to the place that there is no sorrow there is no grief and there is the place of joy that the Lord prepared for those who love his holy name glory be to his name forever amen this talk was brought to you by Upper Room Media we hope that this talk has, through the grace of God, touched your heart, and we pray that it will not only inform you, but will also transform you and your life with Christ.